It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino back to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of May 2nd, 2023 here on News AF. If a story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Actual, factual news. Hey, we are back, ready for some News AF. Now uh, back at... Uh, noon Eastern on Tuesdays for you. If you want to join us live here with uh, the News AF team, of course, here he is, Pickleball's top influencer, Father Nature, uh, with lightning bolts on his shirt. It's Tyson Apostle. What's up? Yeah, you can get this shirt at uh, chubbies.com <laughs> backslash pickleball and use the code Tyson, all caps, at checkout. For yes. a discount, I assume. Oh, I like that. I didn't notice your shirt before. It kind of looks like right? pajamas, though. From it's a golf shirt, and it's very stretchy and oh, very yeah. thin. Oh, gold I chain. Love it. I love gold that. chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you always got to have the gold chain. You got it. Do you all. not have a gold chain yet, Danny? No, not yet. Not I've yet. Got I don't have I've one got either. The neck for one, but you don't have one either, Rob. No. I thought all podcasters had gold chains. No, I feel like a pod a chain. I feel like would like be hitting the microphone. No, you wear it under your shirt. So a lot of guys, when they want to flaunt it, you can always mm-hmm. tell. You know, uh, the guys who flaunt it wear it outside of of their clothes. But mm-hmm. I put it inside with just like a little bit showing, so people can be like, "Oh, oh I love it." That mm-hmm. guy's titillating. That guy's probably wealthy, but he doesn't. Want to, he wants us to know, but not that much. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like, you know, it's like driving a Lexus or a cheaper Porsche or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's probably good in Arizona, but I'm worried about here on the East Coast where if it was like kind of chilly, I feel like uh, it might make me even more cold to be wearing a chain. Why? How so? Because it collects cold and then it yeah. touches your skin? Yeah. No, because it's against your skin all the time. It's warm. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. But- I have been in the sun before where it's gotten it really hot. Like yeah. And you're like, ow, mm-hmm. this gold is burning. Perfect. <laughs> oh, you got to say it really loud. Oh, all this gold. Ow, I didn't realize solid body. gold chain would burn like it's this. So hot. Yeah. My yeah. bling is burning me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, here uh, is, uh, of course, uh, I mentioned Tyson as the lightning bolts. Danny has a giant, like, old-school Seahawks logo baseball cap. It's Danny Bryson. What is up? Danny's loving sports now. Um, Did you see they banned, I believe, I can't remember which dugout, Atlanta banned the big hat, the one we talked about months ago. Really? Banned it. Uh, they were putting it on the guy who Big would hit a homer, hat? I believe. Was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, they banned it. That's crazy. 
Yeah, so first they banned the shift, then they banned the big hat. So I'm just, and this is in solidarity with That's big hat big. people. Oh, mm-hmm. it's my biggest hat though. Yeah. Oh, so, it looks like it would be just average size of hats yeah. for me. Well, it's got this huge front. Like I could probably hide a small rodent with yeah, the amount of space I have. There, let me see your, your front. Mm-hmm. Mm, we should have, we can compare fronts. Yeah. <laughs> see but I do bigger. have an idea for a hat. Oh, yes. And it's not a big hat. It's only a tall hat because they make tall cowboy hats, but why don't they make tall baseball caps? So make this like two or three inches taller. Like this a Lincoln type baseball hat cap? Well, where, yeah. I mean, this crown is nice and stiff. Yeah. It just raise it up like two more inches. Mm-hmm. And then for, I feel like that would be super sick. I think a lot of people would well, do it. it, Tyson. Yeah. You've got the, uh, you're an influencer, so you can influence people once you've made it to buy your big, tall, stiff hat. It could true. be a new line at Chubby's. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The chubby, tall and hard. <laughs> <laughs> we might already have stuff in the works, guys. Okay. Oh, oh. I okay. Sure. I don't want to spill any tea. Yeah. All right. Well, um, and this concludes News AF. Thanks to everyone <laughs> thank for. <you>. <laughs> we did it, guys. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got a lot of different stories to talk about, but here uh, we have uh, an incredible story to uh, get things started with because uh, there are reports coming out of uh, Los Angeles, California, that the LA Philharmonic has had maybe uh, its uh, greatest performance ever, Uh, a climactic performance uh, for the L.A. Philharmonic of Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony when allegedly that the, the musical performance was so incredible that a concert goer's claim a woman experienced a loud, full-body orgasm. Yeah, this was all over. Guys, we've talked about this. Remember, we talked about uh, the possibility of this um, happening a long time ago, how it made the little the skin stand up, and they had created a list that gave oh. you potential. They had a term for it. I can't remember what it was. So if anyone wants to go back, we did talk about the science behind this being possible. I tried all of the songs that were on that list. Yes. Uh, for Rachel. How many times none did of, you none orgasm? None of them. <laughs> none of them. Oh, none of them worked. Yeah. Well, so, now you know this one works. Well, at least for someone. Yeah. One out of 7,000. Okay. Well, yeah. people were at the concert. Now, I've actually been to this uh, theater in uh, Los Angeles that it is like designed to have like a perfect acoustics. uh, This room, I believe it is now rebranded the Walt Disney Theater. theater uh so wow this was a disney production no it's not a disney production but they're like the like titular sponsor the walt disney concert hall and okay. what the, does titular mean uh the title of okay. the oh i know this sponsor. one yeah this is the shiny one that was yeah. superheating all the nearby buildings yes yeah yes I so this. yeah inside of this like it is perfectly you know uh like Balance. designed to have yeah. like the right acoustics and so people claim that there was a woman uh who was i guess so moved by the performance that she uh, allegedly experienced this loud 
Climax. Mm. No one, people Good keep saying her. that the response to this, to her, everyone was being very polite, but I thought that she was, I mean, she normally wasn't being they, polite. she wasn't being polite. No, right? I think she was being very, uh, very polite. I mean, this like was after eating a, a successful meal. Is this the equivalent? The one time when doing that thing is actually the reverse of how it is in most situations. Does that makes sense. It's almost like Danny, if you go to a movie, and okay. the and the music or the movie is is so is so beautiful or so dramatic that you cry. Orgasm. Are you oh. being rude by crying, Danny? If I'm sobbing out loud and interrupting other and people's wailing. experience, yes, I am yeah. being rude. Mm. And what she did, I'm very happy for her. <laughs> uh, only one in seven billion women can orgasm during Tchaikovsky or however you say his name. Tchaikovsky. But that's great for her, but it is kind of annoying for everyone else and super awkward for those who are sitting next to her. <laughs> I can't even imagine how I would react yeah. if I thought the woman next to me well, I wouldn't be here, but if I was, was orgasming, it would just be so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'd be filming. I'd be I mean, like, if a guy yeah, was, here at the, here, here's the thing, if a guy were, or, if a guy was orgasming, uh -huh. we would, the jail. police would have been called. Yeah. Yeah. I did think about that. I said, if this was, I don't know what this says, but if this had been, uh, the story had been that a man was moved to orgasm by yeah. the symphony, like the police <laughs> would be arrested on site. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, and this, I don't know. This report came uh, from uh, the, uh, the, the one of the relatives of uh, Rafe Fines, Magnus Fines, uh, says went to see at L.A. Phil play uh, Thomas Sades from Tchaikovsky 5 last night. A woman in the audience had a loud and full body orgasm during the fifth second movement. Band politely carried on. Props to L.A. Phil for bringing it on. So it was loud enough yeah, that even the orchestra was hearing her uh, climax. There is a, uh, a clip that got shared on Twitter, and it does sound oh. very loud. And does do you uh, think it was all a setup? Because I don't feel like she has to be that loud, or does she have to be that loud? Or is she on, like, there's just like. What do you mean she has to be? Like, couldn't she orgasm in near silence? I don't know. Uh, it's, it's not my. <laughs> That's his specialty. Yeah, I am. Is, yeah. Uh, orgasm volume. Rob doesn't, didn't get a degree in that. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, I think it, about it like a sneeze of like, a, you have a sneeze coming on. Like, I guess like you have like a, but I don't know. Maybe she's like. Uh, yeah, you can quiet down a sneeze. Quite you can, you, totally. I, you exhale all of your air before you sneeze, and it's blow out your nice. eyeballs. According to my kids, if you try to stop, <laughs> look, I will, look <laughs> I, I'm not, not going to. Uh, you know, I don't think like we should chastise uh, this woman for <laughs> how she experienced the music. I'm just saying, like. It just, there's something. I'm with Dyson. It was a disruption. It was a disruption. It seems out of place. Yeah. If she had stood up with a shirt that had her Instagram handle on it, I would not be surprised. Um, but the fact that her name is still hidden from the press means that maybe it yeah. wasn't a publicity stunt. Maybe she was on <laughs> so, EDM or. That's whatever. what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, some not people. EDM. But yeah, you know what I mean. yeah, yeah, and ecstasy. Yeah, so some people uh, think that maybe, well, no, actually, this was a woman having a medical emergency, but others uh, concluded that she stayed for the rest of the show. 
So that still they, doesn't mean she didn't have a medical emergency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there could also be so many things like it could be like, maybe that's her tick. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. Like there's so many, like we need to talk to the woman. And Tyson first. brings up a good point. People have been documented to uh, experience just on just orgasms. I mean, they say it's a nightmare to live with, but it does happen. So she could have just been one of those people. It could have been a tick. We shouldn't assume that the music was so good that it brought her to a. But we watched the, we, you heard the music on Twitter. Was it good enough, uh, Rob, to- Oh, it's. Uh, I mean, he's the best in the business, Tyson. That is true. Yes, yes. Now, true. do you think that uh, her uh, her date, presumably, uh, who was there with her, because that according to the eyewitness account, uh, that she was with a man who just like looked on politely as uh, this was all happening. Smile on his face. Yes. Is, is, is he... Was he holding her hand or anything? No, no, I, I do not believe... Uh, again, not according to the eyewitness accounts. I think I, it was her brother. Okay. Hold on. I don't Hold know. On. I made Guys, that up yeah. completely, but can you imagine? Yeah. Okay. We said there were no yeah. teledildonic stories. Yes. This, uh, oh, you yeah. know... You, this could be. Yeah. This could be. <laughs> it's a possibility. That's yeah. possible. That, now, that, now, if that's the case, that was rude. That was rude. If it was the music that did this, no problem. But for, because, you know, if, yeah. if, uh, if there's some like, uh, you know, wise guy out there that, that brought on th- this reaction during the Philharmonic. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to use some kind of Bluetooth jammer at future shows. <laughs> yes. Yes. Get Garrett Adelstein on the case. Yes. He could shut it all down. Yeah, he could shut it all down. (laughs) Yes. Because uh, I I just wondered if this was her date, is he never taking her to another symphony? Always. Or are they? uh, Yeah. Uh, We're going to two more symphonies tomorrow. (laughs) Good news. We're going on tour. Yeah. (laughs) Going on a full countrywide tour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. We're just chasing the London Philharmonic. Was yes. it London Philharmonic? Um, is LA. It LA. Los Angeles Philharmonic. Well, I think that that's where, yeah, that's where it, it was. was the yes. London Philharmonic in Los no, Angeles. So um, Lo- the London Philharmonic um, was, uh, the, I, so I believe that the Magnus Fines is, uh, I think that that is uh, where he works. He, uh, oh, well, if that's the case, I mean, that's one of the best in the world. So if anyone can bring it on, it would be them. Yes. So, yeah, British composer Magnus Fines uh, was in attendance. So that's who we need to follow. That's who they're now following. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, uh, yeah, a roadie. They're, what do they call them when people follow bands? A groupie? A groupie. It's not a roadie does the yeah. work for the band. Yeah, it's not a roadie. It's a groupie. So now we have these two groupies. Well, one groupie and his girlfriend who climaxes at every single show they do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and the LA Times reports, according to its sources, that the audio clip that is corroborating the accounts uh, is, in fact, uh, accurate. Okay. Wow. Uh, and there's no reaction from anybody in the orchestra? No. Um, like you don't see anybody snickering or like, whoa, or like, because this could have easily turned into a situation. They are, they are professionals. 
Can mm-hmm. you imagine the whole thing just turns into like this massive, like one of his party ships? I'm assuming that's what you're referring to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Caligula, the actual, the, the club, not <laughs> the club. The, the Roman leader. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Either way, it just turned into a <laughs> so, giant stinky mess. <laughs> music agent Lucas Barton uh, was quoted as saying that there was sort of a gasp in the audience, but that everyone felt that it was a rather lovely expression of somebody who was so transported by the music that it had some kind of effect on them. Again, if this was some gruff man, it would, the story's not so beautiful. Yeah. Well, uh, I, if I was the, if I was the orchestra, I would, now from now on, always have something, you know, an email that goes out that says, please do your best to contain yourself. Take care yeah. of business before you come into the. No, not necessarily that. Just like if you have to try to keep it down. What yes. if they just, what if they just have like separate tickets and uh, areas? That would be, an, that would, that would be an awesome thing to print on your ticket. This show has been known to cause. Uh, orgasms in certain yeah. individuals. If it yeah. does in you, please refrain from yelling out loud. Yeah. Or or go to the uh, soundproof uh, yeah, the orgasm box. Proof. <laughs> the orgasm, <laughs> orgasm <proof>. box. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like we are doing the live show for Rob as a podcast next week in Toronto. I mean, oh. if someone was <laughs> if someone got was moved to climax uh, the, from uh, my podcasting in the audience, would like that be I would, flattering? Yes. <laughs> the ultimate so, compliment. Even if it was a guy. I look as look. I, I don't want. I can't speak for the people in the <laughs> sitting next to these people, this, these folks. But a, a lot of the people that were there said uh, are quoted as saying that they thought it was beautiful. What happened? So if you, so next week in Toronto, you're in Toronto, and there's like. 19 orgasms in the audience <laughs> and then the news and there, and there, and there, news yeah and the guys, and the guys like yelling yeah rob yeah rob no. i mean that's a distraction yeah but danny but here, i'd be i'd be jealous me and danny would be jealous that we didn't get invited to be i would not be stuff. jealous don't know mm-hmm. you wouldn't jealous. you wouldn't be like dang i wish news af was the one that if that 19 created. people were having a moment in the crowd i would be very i would i would be You'd be like, something's wrong with my What content. is happening right now? <laughs> well, Danny, I just want to go back to your theory about this. So this was uh, one of the concert goers, uh, the, and I witnessed it. I saw the girl after it happened, and I assumed that she, dot, 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 had an orgasm because she was heavily breathing, and her partner was smiling and looking at her, like in an effort not to shame her. Mm. Okay. I think that the awkward smile is a form of shame. Directed at a date or spouse. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's the what's going on over. I'm I'm sure Tyson, you think that ticket sales are gonna be up for the LA Philharmonic? Oh, nice theory, Rob, that this was all just a yeah publicity play. Unsatisfied people everywhere are just this is their last hope. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Lonely <laughs> people everywhere. Save your marriage at leaves. the LA Philharmonic. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, well, let me just ask uh, Danny how uh, he's feeling. Danny, are, are, do you want to weigh in on uh, the, your state of Utah that Ooh. Pornhub has pulled the plug on Utah? Utah wanted there to be some uh, strict age verification laws uh, that were passed for Utah residents to access Pornhub 
Pornhub turned it around on Utah, banning I, the know, it's state. Weird, it's weird to say that sometime around midnight, I just heard a bunch of anguished cries um, <laughs> off in the distance from different houses. Mm-hmm. No! Um, I mean... Do you, do you think that they all bought like 50 computers and opened them all up and just <laughs> cashed a bunch of stuff so now they just can still? Because That I, is... There is a torrent, I'm sure, of free um, nudies. Mm-hmm. And Adult there's still print. Content. I'm sure you can order yeah. print. Yeah. So just one company doing this isn't sufficient to stop it. Are you um, going to the March on the Capitol on uh, the weekend? <laughs> I mean, I'm always a big believer in just analog, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Print, yeah. Print media. Print media might just make a huge comeback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like people are going to go dig up those magazines that Danny had as a teenager. Are they still there, Danny? <laughs> Uh, what did we? I think we set them on fire. Yeah. <laughs> In solidarity for, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they could still be there. I bet there's more jam back in those rocks. I'll have to go look because this is going to go through. This is going to go through the roof price wise. Right. I could sell those on instead of a lemonade stand, mm-hmm. um, vintage a, porn stand. Would you have like a pretty strict age verification program? Well, yeah. If, if people, if it's face to face, that's an easy way to do it. That's why they did yeah. this, obviously. Anyone can sign up, I'm guessing. Yeah. I do feel like that Pornhub is trying to incite the Utahns to uh, like move to action. Uh, that the message that you get in Utah if you access uh, a website known as Pornhub.com, as you may know, your elected officials in Utah are requiring us to verify your age before allowing you access to the website. While safety and compliance are at a forefront of our mission, giving your ID card every time you want to visit an adult platform is not the most effective solution for protecting our users. And in fact, will put children and your privacy at risk. Definitely will put their privacy at risk. I don't know about how they're going to put children at risk by mm-hmm. trying to verify age. But yeah, I think we talked about this when it was being discussed like months ago. And we decided that the worst thing you could possibly do is continually give your information to a place called Pornhub. <laughs> like out of all the places that could be hacked it seems like that's top of the list Mm -hmm. yeah so no i uh just wanted to to do a temperature check uh, danny yeah have property values plummeted and uh, (laughs) exodus started well the problem is with this band is if they're expecting people to speak up and go to the representatives this is probably the one place that's not going to happen because you'll be outing yourself as a Pornhub user Mm -hmm. in a very conservative state so couldn't you just mask it and be like freedom wear a mask when you go to the house of representatives could you just go to see the uh, Utah Philharmonic oh yeah yeah. (laughs) wait till the uh, London Philharmonic comes then that that piece actually already got banned in Utah. Uh, no Tchaikovsky. Yeah. As soon as that article came out, they were like, Michael Jackson, you can't watch his videos. Or he, because Michael Jackson was banned from Utah for grabbing his crotch. Oh, there you go. Okay. 80s or 90s. Yeah, not even the reason why I thought you'd ban him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is perplexing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, well, uh, we'll keep you posted on on yeah, that. Um, yeah, Danny, our uh, thoughts and prayers are with you. Okay. Oh. Well, the good news, bad news is, uh, Danny, uh, you can close some browser tabs uh, now at this point. Uh, so <laughs> that is also going to help improve your mental health because uh, that there is new research that shows 
that having too many tabs open can worsen your mental health. Tyson, are you a big uh, lots of open tabs guy? Uh, for the sites I revisit, yes. So right now on my laptop, I've got twelve I have, tabs open right now. I have two, mm -hmm. e three email accounts. I have Bard, which is Google's AI, which I've never used. I just signed up and got it. Uh, and then I have uh, some notes for pickleball influencing, and uh, I have pools, Mesa pools, uh, the rental where because I'm trying to book out some pools for the girls' birthdays, but you can't. How many tabs total, Tyson? Mm -hmm. One, two, three, four. I'm twelve. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have nine on here, but my phone also has some. Nah, let's just stick to one. I don't, I don't think, I think it applies. Now, Liz on average has around 60 tabs. Open, oh I swear. yeah. Danny, same thing with Nicole. I, and I've it tried is. to, I've tried to, uh, tab shame her. Uh, at one point I was going on into uh, my Instagram story and just revealing just how you, cause you can't even see. Yes. It's just she like, has so many tabs that the tabs themselves are just microscopic you can't even can't see even yeah. hit the x on them no you it's hard to close <laughs> out that's, right. the, the that's the worst part yeah. is when they get so small that you can't hit the x without having to open oh. the tab but there's a lot of people like that i found people were like that's nothing i have 200 open that's insane disgusting people need to look into and i've i have how much um how much that drags your computer speed down oh yeah oh my gosh browsers suck a ton of memory. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just not a great idea for performance at least, let alone your sanity, but it's just, it's out of control. And I, you know, we talked about digital hoarding. I think it didn't even mention tabs. That's tab hoarding. Tab hoarding. Have, yeah. yeah. We have verification. Tab that this hoarders. Is, this is actually affecting your mental health. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, this is a, a study out of Alto University in Finland uh, that they are feeling like um, people feel stressed and overwhelmed when they have a cluttered computer. Uh, they say that we uh, began exploring which challenges make users feel overwhelmed when browsing the internet. We map the behaviors that cause the clutter and how users react to them. Uh, also, you have Finland, bad browsing habits. Happiest country on earth. So good place to do this study. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Definitely affects my mental health when I open up my wife's computer and I see all those tabs. <laughs> yeah. So it's collateral damage. They don't even discuss that in the study. Mm -hmm. the, that the spouses probably are <laughs> the ones that are most affected by it, not only because of their negative attitude, but also because you see it yeah. and it mm -hmm. makes you sad. Yeah. Yeah. But I also feel like that the tabs that are open are also sort of like a representative of like the tabs in your brain. Like I feel like that your mm -hmm. own, com your own computer, your brain are is like, I can has like all these different things open that you're thinking about. And so you're not closing these loops. So you're trying to think I, of too like many that. things at the same time. I like that, Rob, that, uh, I think that might be kind of true without mm -hmm. any research. Actually, we do have a little research here to back you up. Mm -hmm. So yeah, your tabs represent your brain. Let's yeah. just say that. It's like what you're thinking about. And it's like, okay, I'm going to like uh, put this away. I'm going to stop thinking about this. I'm only going to think about one thing at a time. And the more we multitask, like the less we get done effectively. So my thing is that I do have some tabs open, but I don't even look at my computer every day. Hmm. 
So that's not going to stress me out that much, but I think it's probably more uh, stressful for people who are working on their computer all, all day, every day. Yeah. yeah. Then those tabs really, but also I can see having more tabs open. If I was on my computer all day, every day, uh, then I would probably also have more tabs open. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's a hard, it's a weird balance there. Okay. But if you want to improve your mental health, especially if you, if you feel Shut like that your mental health is like uh, lagging a little bit, close some of these tabs. Start well, with your tabs. Maybe if you can feel that they're actually the thing stressing you out. I can see mm-hmm. that causing an orgasm, closing a hundred. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Try that. So do you think if Liz got on in front of you and started closing her tabs, that would be I'll enough be like, for you? Oh, yeah, for like me, it's, <laughs> it's not the tabs. It's the windows. Sometimes like I'll have like, okay, like I probably only go like seven or eight tabs deep. But sometimes I'll have like, you know, five or six different windows of multiple tabs going. Ooh, wow. That seems worse. Yeah. Having multiple windows of a browser open. I I never have multiple browsers open unless I have to refer to one while inputting on the other. That's the only time I ever have more than one browser window open. So I only have one browser, multiple tabs. That's Mm -hmm. it. If you're opening multiple windows. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know what does that say about my mental health? Unless you're like multi-tabling uh, a poker poker tournaments or something like mm. playing like 17 different Yeah, having multiple time. windows opens can be helpful because yeah. if you're looking at all the information on several different pages while compiling time. them into one document or something, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise it doesn't. Otherwise that's just, that's too much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes you got a lot of stuff open. Sometimes you got Slack open and your Gmail and then you're watching a show and then you're taking notes about the show you're watching. It's a lot of stuff going on. So I have two computers Uh, or watching a show and taking notes on a show. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I don't know that what you just described, Rob, didn't seem that bad. No, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Because you have a really long, wide monitor. Oh, now we're just bragging. Yeah, I used to have I used to have two computers, or I used to have two monitors, but now I have okay. a, a long, a wide monitor. Both of those are brags. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. some of my process. Yeah, just a two okay. computer guy over here, and now two he's computer. got a super long monitor. <laughs> yeah, uh, Danny's about to orgasm. Rob, Danny, let's move on Danny, to please don't be rude. Don't I'm, be I'm don't just, be rude, Danny. No, it's flattering. I'm it's looking flattering at my tabs. Let's tell a story that this was actually very surprising to me. Okay. Uh They spoke with a group of true crime enthusiasts and they tried to find out from the true crime enthusiasts, people that absorbed a lot of true crime, Tyson, of true crime fans, Mm -hmm. how many... Think how many think that they can pull off a real bank robbery? Like ninety nine percent, maybe. That's what that's what I would have thought if I had. You're listening to these things and you're like, bro, he messed up like five times. Like, I'm not Mm -hmm. saying I want to do any of that stuff, but I could definitely get away with all of it. Uh, Only one out of eight uh, thinks that they could pull off a bank heist, but that to me seems astronomically high. I think that really. uh, 
Uh, how easy do you think it is to pull off a bank heist? A bank Danny? heist would be difficult. But first I, of all, I saw an article about a bank robbery the other day, and I thought this is the first bank robbery article I've seen in a super long time. I think it'd be people, easier to get away with a murder than a bank heist. Yeah, there's there's so many witnesses, so many cameras, but I would think, and this is what I I don't think it would be easy. What I was saying is, I would imagine that people who watch those shows would think it was easier. More of them would think yeah. it's easier. One I, out of eight is surprising. Because they always point out their mistakes, which are so yeah. obvious. They're like, and then they left their fingerprints all mm -hmm. over. And then, they, yeah. yeah, like it's just like DNA everywhere. So oh, all they had to do was not not listen to Tchaikovsky while they're <laughs> doing the bank heist and they'd be totally fine. Yeah. So they surveyed 2,000 adults who enjoy the genre that watch an average of 20 hours of fictional and real-life law-breaking TV shows. Okay. Wait, don't they call that murder porn? Murder? Oh, I don't well, know. This Not is a, Utah. Yeah, but this, this is murder that. porn. They're what? talking about bank robberies. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's still like crime true porn. crime porn. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Like people like really, yeah, like enjoy it. So, all right. So three out of 10, so roughly 30% think that they could solve the robbery, but 24% no. think that they might even think about doing, uh, conducting a heist themselves. Now, Danny, is this sort of like a reason to maybe, should we be looking into shutting down the true crime if 24% of true crime fans have been contemplating committing the crimes? Yeah, well, contemplating. That's exactly what I would expect them to do after watching a show about committing crimes. To think, no, but that's, that's daydreaming anyways. It's yeah, like, that's what I oh, mean. What if I yeah. actually robbed a bank and got 20 trillion? Like, you're, you're always, like, trying to, to, like, is that not how regular brains work? Hmm. I'm just like, oh, I've never okay. thought, oh, I could totally pull that off. Oh, I can't believe they got caught. I was like, I'm for sure I would get caught. I've always been like, worst case scenario, I have to be a criminal. I could probably get by for a long time. Long enough that by the time I went to prison, I'd be like, ah, this is a nice respite. Mm -hmm. That's the problem is greed. I feel like when you listen to these people, they get, especially a hundred years ago when people used to get away with it all the time, basically yeah. the police had to be there while the robbery was taking place. It's just that eventually the odds are going to, your odds are not going to be in your favor. You're going to rob a bank where a cop is standing right next, you know, or nearby and it just doesn't work out. Now to rob a bank, impossible. Too many cameras, too many people, too many phones, too many systems. Um, what if you're a hacker? Okay, I don't think they're talking about hacking. I mean, it's well, still I'm like just saying. Hack, but yeah, just hacking. Saying. Hack I think that. that that might be more possible. Okay, so let's learn to hack. Yeah. Well, these people that they talked to, 17% of them said they view stealing from the bank as a victimless crime. Hmm. That doesn't surprise me. Mm -hmm. Oh, because the money is insured. And but it the costs must get passed somewhere. So, yeah, somebody's paying for yeah. it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the other problem, ahead. and you see this in some movies, is that if you go and rob a bank and you have a weapon, the the problem is you might have to use it, and if you don't use it, then you're in for a you know a bad time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, the taking of the money. If that's if it was that easy, you just walked in there and threatened them and got you the money. That's fine. But if someone actually challenges you, now it becomes a, a it's not a victimless crime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look, uh, I think it's a bad idea. You know, you, no, you, yeah, you watch totally. enough uh, like Columbo and then you think you're going to go rob a bank <laughs> or uh, last Monk. thing. 
(laughs) (laughs) People are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I would desperate times, you know, it's like, uh, Docs did some research. He said uh, only 60 to 75% of bank robberies are ever solved. So we don't think that we're in the top 25% of intelligent criminals. I feel like, I feel like I'm top 25%. Mm-hmm. It sounds to me like trying Tyson's trying to convince himself. No, I'm not. I'm just saying like, if I really, really had you, you to do it. and had a lot of time and found the perfect bank. So the bank I go to, every time I go there, their vault door is wide open. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that's not it. There's probably nothing even in the vault. Oh, Tyson, it's a vault door. Why have a vault if you don't have tons of jewelry, cash? Why Mm -hmm. have a vault? Yeah, I don't think it's that easy. Yeah, I don't think it's easy either, but that door is always sitting open. Do you think they're, they're trying? Me. Yeah, do you think they're like, oh, Danny Bryson called. He's on his way. He's on his way. Open the, the vault door. <laughs> it's entrapment, Danny. Don't do yeah. it. <laughs> don't do it. Okay. Um, so th- are we interested in hearing about a man from Dildo, Newfoundland, uh, who Danny is. <laughs> photographed uh, a very phallic iceberg? Oh, yeah, that is very phallic. Yes. <laughs> is that the whole story? Um, yeah, that's the story. Uh, you want to see the iceberg or, uh, just, or it- just the tip? He said it was taken. The picture was taken in Conception Bay. Is this real? This this can't be. I this got a lot of our listeners uh, submit in the in the new group I have Facebook group. A lot of the listeners wanted us to uh, see this story. Hmm. Look at hmm. this. I mean, look at some of these uh, iceberg photos. Yeah, beautiful. It definitely is. Uh, yeah, it's a look, thing. Look, it's definitely a, a thing. Palace. Very, uh, Do you think that the, the yes. lady at the Philharmonic was? <laughs> she was yeah. Dude, you know, nature is just the greatest at sculpting. Mm-hmm. You think that you think colors. nature is the greatest sculptor? Yeah, the greatest artist out there. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. This is uh, the story of Ken Pretty is uh, the person's name. Says he can uh, tell. That's f- the only part that doesn't add up. <laughs> if it's a guy from Dildo, wherever. Yes. In Conception Bay, taking a picture of a giant phallic. He flew his drone here. out uh, to go Sh- check it out. Shouldn't his name be Don Kedick or something? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Um, he posted yes. these pictures on social media, figured they'd draw some wisecracks, but by Saturday morning, the iceberg had been nicknamed the Dickyberg. Danny, do you have and to he made enter worldwide your, news. Yeah, from Utah, do you have to enter your age verification <laughs> to look at these pictures? Yeah, I already did. <laughs> I gave him all my information, social security, mm-hmm. driver's license, passport, and now I can see the pictures. The tips blurred out, but I get the idea. I yeah. stole that joke from Diamond Thompson in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, okay. Diamond. Okay. Well, the pictures look legit, legit right? For yeah. what it's worth. I mean, an AI could have done this, but yeah. yes. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, talk about some of our AI stories of the week. And some, there's multiple. Oh, multiple. Never ends with this AI yes. story. Okay. Wow. Well, first off, uh, a lot of people are talking about some conditions uh, that uh, we're seeing in 
uh, a factory as um, a worker collapsed after 20 hours of nonstop work. Okay, keep, tell more of the story though, because that's just a small part of it. Yeah. What kind of worker was it, Rob? Uh, it was. This was a robot worker that collapsed. Oh my god! They're working the robots too hard. Oh, so, this is a big problem for us. Yeah. Looks like it was at like a conference or it was some kind of demonstration. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people with badges or name um, little little necklaces with names on them, watching yeah. this robot work itself to death. When not doing anything, not taking action for the well-being. Oh, when it fell over, no one helped the robot back up, which is one Rude. strike against humanity Rude. that we're yeah. going to pay What for. are we doing? Yes. We need some kids there because aren't they more sympathetic to yes. uh, AI? Yes. To everybody. Well, that's why we were talking about that. The, you know, the olds are, you know, not going to have a, a much of a, ch- of, of a chance after the robots mm-hmm. come. Yeah. yeah, robots just laying on the ground. All the some of them are smiling. It's just this is not going to bode well. <laughs> wow, this there's is, a photo of people smiling over as, the defeated robot. Yeah, over the defeated robot. <laughs> Exhibit A when they decide to put their boots on our necks is going to be yeah. this picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the robot was w- working all day, and no nobody stopped to help it. It was performing repetitive tasks in the factory, and suddenly mm-hmm. stopped moving and fell to the ground. Wow. It has a battery. It can't mm. last forever. Bergen, uh, a handful of years ago, said that Google was one of her best friends. So I feel like as long as that love continues and I'm her father, I might be spared. Oh, yeah. like she'll be able to save you from yeah. being turned into Because you know, she, oh, she knows the, the robots? Yeah. We've, we haven't done anything but praise the robots here. Yeah. I don't think we've said a single discouraging word. Just now we showed sympathy for the robot that fell over. That's yeah, we, we would have helped the robot get back up. I'm heartbroken. Although mm-hmm. it probably weighed like 500 pounds. <laughs> you can't. I don't know how much help yeah. I could. I would need another robot to help me. Yeah. I mean, should humans be doing more to help robots uh, do their tasks? I mean, doesn't that negate the whole reason of even inventing a robot? Well, maybe we don't have to have the robot do all of the work that people could do. Maybe like uh, we could take turns. Uh, I mean, I feel like you're at this point, you're sucking up to the robots too Mm -hmm. much. Yeah, I felt that way too. I I mean, should we get another robot to help this robot? Yes. Right now we should be hiring a robot inventor. Yeah, don't be cheap and just get one robot factory. No. A resuscitation robot that resuscitates. Oh, a doctor robot. Yeah, doctor first aid robot. robot. A robot doctor robot. That's yeah, what that we'll call sense. it. A robot doctor robot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The yeah. robot lawyers are going to be demanding that anyway in the near future. Like mm-hmm. For every hundred robots, there must be one Medibot that can yeah. come to the rescue. <laughs> That's a smart idea. <laughs> and it has like an oil thing and whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. an oil made. can because yeah. that's what they need more than anything else. <laughs> okay, well, maybe that there's some synergy here as uh, our other AI story today is mm-hmm. uh, we talk so much about the saga of the Boston Dynamics robot dog. Well, now, Tyson, they've outfitted the Boston Dynamics robot dog with chat GPT artificial intelligence. Oh, no. 
What does that mean? You know, well, I still, they want to instill fear. What it means, no, what it means is now we're going to have packs of Boston Dynamics robot dogs orgasming. In. No, they, <laughs> they, they that's what they that's what they want us to believe, right? Because that's how they get these clicks. They're like, oh my the, gosh, it's become sentient, but it still needs a battery power and a connection to the internet. Hmm. Housing the internet and it's still in the people pleasing phase. So yeah. it's figuring out what will please the humans. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah. The yeah. first time I see one of these dogs with full autonomy, autonomy, whatever, mm-hmm. that's when I will be afraid. Yeah, when it can charge itself and it can do things. I have a ro- I have a vacuum itself. that can already charge itself, Danny. This well, is I know. I'm just saying that this needs to be the full package. Like, okay, so what it does it knows have to how do? to fix, it can charge, charge and think for itself, independent yeah. of anyone or anything. So you're saying, do not invent a robot doctor robot. Let the humans be the robot doctors. Actually, that's a good way to keep yeah. uh, control. All right, check this out. Okay, so here is a little bit of uh, what this uh, robot dog with ChatGPT enabled can do. uh, That they're able to talk to it and it's able to answer uh, Mm -hmm. and they can like just give it commands to go do and it can understand them. Yeah, that's not quite, that's not terrifying. It's just... Mm-hmm. This is what Google this is Home gonna, with legs. This is what we're gonna do. Yeah, it's Google Home with legs. But I think, Danny, we can take this a step further. Why don't we make it? Put just put a chair on there, and then you can call a robot dog to your house to jog you. Would it be a robot horse next- if you put a chair on? It, oh Tyson? my gosh, a robot horse! They do. That was one of the very first robots they made. Was that yeah. robot donkey thing for the army? Mm. Yeah. So let's repurpose one of those. Let, well, or just have this thing. I think if we put a chair on it and you just like saddle up and it can run like 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Then why oh. not? <laughs> now, <laughs> this tweet here uh, that is showing this video, they, they just did a uh, chat GPT uh, uh, time with uh, Boston Dynamics. They gave robot dogs the ability to think for themselves. Did no one watch Black Mirror? And I think that's such a good point because, you know, they always talk about Black Mirror with all these things. And Danny, I just saw that they announced a whole yep. new season of Black Mirror. I mean, why? Written by AI. Yeah. Why Why are we giving Black Mirror a more of a platform to come up with bad ideas for people to copy and then make in real life? It wouldn't matter if Black Mirror thought. You know, of it back or when not. I was a kid, you know, Beavis and Butthead like did something <laughs> with like a firecracker, and then a kid copied it, and they said, "That's it." Oh, put a warning on Beavis and Butthead. They were national pariahs. Black yeah. Mirror has a hundred bad ideas, and all these tech companies are just sit there and take notes. Nobody's ever <laughs> like, "Oh, shut down Black Mirror. It's too dangerous." First of I, all, I robots think that- are running Black Mirror. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> the AI is on top of it. Yeah. I believe that the, the dog, the boss dynamic dog, if I'm not mistaken, existed before Black Mirror. Someone else can prove me wrong. Uh, but you know what? Everyone, if the, the ideas out there and it's not, it doesn't matter if Black Mirror thinks of it or not, someone else will. Hmm. It's just how, how it works. There's too many of us. So yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, Rob. I mean, if that was the solution to just shut it all down, then that'd be great. We could do that, but. I don't think it is. I don't think that's going to work. Okay. Sorry. So sorry. Mm, All right. Danny, uh, do you want to take us to your bolt hole? 
Oh, more than ever. Okay. Ooh. All right. Let's go <laughs> ahead and bring in Danny Bryson and the world famous uh, <laughs> Danny's Bolt Hole. Yep. Do you think this song could cause? <laughs> I know, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Should I release a whole album? Of what, course. What if the LA Philharmonic would perform <laughs> a nocturnal emission? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got two stories here. I'm trying to figure out which one to use. Uh, one touches on a place that Tyson loves to go to. So maybe that's what I'll talk about. Okay. Bathroom. <laughs> you love, you love zoos. I mean, I've never met anyone who gets more excited about zoos than Tyson. But maybe that lady so. from the, <laughs> they, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, do we, maybe. does she like zoos? I like, <clears throat> I like zoos, but I especially like going to a zoo that I've heard is a great zoo and that I haven't been to before. Well, this might be a reason to go to the Blackpool Zoo in mm -hmm. England. They need some people who are willing to dress up as birds and scare away other birds. So you can not only spend time at the zoo, which you love, Tyson, mm -hmm. but you can dress up as a bird, one of your favorite hobbies. Why don't we get one of these bird scare drones? Oh, yeah. Remember? Uh, probably too expensive. Put a bird carcass over mm -hmm. a drone? Yeah, I bet they're way too expensive. But they need these people to dress up as bird deterrents or seagull deterrents because the birds are stealing all the food from visitors and animals. Um, Rude. And that's one of the best parts of the zoo, if I'm not mistaken, Tyson, is to feed the animals yeah. with the little those little like coin-operated food vending yeah. machines, right? Yeah, but they're probably getting these birds that are not cool. They're like the garbage birds, like pigeons and whatever. Who are you to say those are garbage birds? I bet I you mean, they have the their rats fans. of the air, but they have their fans, sure. But like, so I ha I get to go to the zoo for free, but I have to dress as a bird and be like, <laughs> yeah, it looks like you get to dress up as like an eagle, which is cool. Ooh, that's right? scary. One yeah. of the better birds. I like it. Uh, but you have to spend all day wandering around the zoo, deterring seagulls. So chasing seagulls down. Is that something you also enjoy? Chasing down birds? I don't mind it, but I can, <laughs> I imagine that it would be exhausting. How much are they paying? You know, no price was discussed in the article, but they're looking for I, five people. So you got to get over there quick. Those are going to fill up. I, and for the right price, I would relocate my entire family there to do this. <laughs> Easy. I would love to see that. I mean, it, it mixes everything about you. Love a zoo, bird costumes. He's mm -hmm. got Chasing everything. birds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Plus the zoos have been in the news. I didn't mean to rhyme there so much lately that this is uh, why. What's going on, Danny? Yeah, well, the escaped animals. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, you think I mean, Big Zoo is uh, on a media blitz right now. I, I maybe it's time for me to go to a zoo to see what I'm missing. I, I bet I haven't been to a zoo in 30 years. Mm -hmm. You haven't taken your kids to a zoo? Oh, I hate zoos. I see them as animal prisons. I'm not really stoked to go to zoos. Sorry, Tyson. But so your kids have like never seen a real life yeah. giraffe. I think they've gone with other people or the school, but I've never taken them. Can you talk Danny into like the benefits of a zoo, Tyson? Sell me on the zoo. I mean, if you're the bird uh, deterrent, I'd probably go to visit you. But I mean, they're educational. Like you, the cost of seeing some of these animals in no, the wild would be astronomical. And also 
a lot of zoos, uh, especially with endangered species and critically endangered species, are the insurance policy for if things go really bad in Dude, the wild. You. Mm-hmm. You, you're the mouthpiece for big zoo. No, you I should mean, be working at a zoo and now's your opportunity, Tyson. Not all zoos are are like this, but I think uh, I think that yeah, there's definitely benefits to the zoo. I think education is one, and I think uh, uh, because even if you're uh, planting the love of animals, I, I get where you're coming from. The opportunity to see an animal that you'll probably never see at any other time, but that you read about all the time, and you can kind of like measure it up and take it in, and now have an idea of now exactly an idea what- and a love. Yeah, for but, I an mean, animal that you would never otherwise. Yeah, I'm basically running a zoo here at my house. I've got a cat. Yeah, but you got rid uh, of your expensive bangle cat, and you just have like a regular house cat now. Uh, so anyway, there you go. Job opportunities abound if you're willing to just look, and you you know you're you're willing to relocate because it will require you to relocate. Yeah. No, I already said for the right price i will what is the right price or you want to keep that secret until negotiations start i mean cost of living there also i have to live there they give you a house near the zoo right within walking distance can i smell the zoo at my house i don't necessarily of course you can in all of its splendor i mean it doesn't matter that much okay then they offer you one hundred fifty thousand dollars to be a bird deterrent a year a year no okay uh, we we've got a starting point though, maybe. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, minimum. I mean, once we double or triple that number, now we're having a conversation. Oh dang! Okay, yeah, might be cheap. But is, the offer is net. out there. Yeah, yeah. and it, other people willing to take less, and you're listening to this. Uh, you know, send out your application. Mm-hmm. Going to fill up quick. They're only yeah. taking five. All right. <laughs> What if I got a LinkedIn notification because LinkedIn knows me so well that it's like, hey, here's a job that may interest you. Every single job on LinkedIn that I've ever, like, I'm not looking for a job for the record. But whenever LinkedIn's like, hey, this uh, job thinks it's always $32 an hour for, yeah, no matter what it is, it's like, be a scientist at McDonald's for $32 an hour. Be a for $32, I'm like, $32 an hour is like the rate, I guess, right now. For That's what LinkedIn thinks I'm worth. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, to be the value. scientist at McDonald's, I mean, that's pretty $32. good. Very prestigious uh, <laughs> position. Especially with their rebranding. Supposedly, they've come out with a bunch of changes yeah. to their menus. So now have have you tried it yet, Danny? Uh, you know, I have since they changed, but I, I can't couldn't taste the difference. Yeah. I mean... Here we go. Uh, let me see here. So are you opening your LinkedIn? Yeah, I haven't even looked to see if I'm getting any job offers on LinkedIn. Um, Pickle Zone. Oh, no. Pickle Zone. Pickle Zone is hiring. Freelance transcriber. They're think- all for $32 an hour, though, which I don't know why. Like, is that what you had to Let's see. Where, where do I go to see my job offers? I, I get email things. Oh, so. Okay. Uh, so you just look through your email. Oh, I'm looking through my email right now. Let's see. They, yeah. Oh, jobs. Let's see. Hmm. I have jobs recommended for me. Yeah. Is jobs that recommended. That's the one. Tyson, okay. did you get a janitorial <laughs> job offer to uh, symphony houses around the globe? <laughs> <Yeah>. No, not <laughs> yet. Let's see. 
Right. Yeah, Let me see some of the jobs that I am. This is exciting, uh, guys. Yeah. Jobs are recommended for me. Yep. Okay. Uh, the senior project manager at the Recording Academy. Ooh, for how much? That kind of makes uh, sense. Does it give you a see. price? Does it give me... Uh, what? $32 an hour. Yeah. Um, I don't see where it says what my salary would be. Yeah, in the emails. Oh, in the email. It, in the emails, it sometimes says... Uh, yeah. Like, up to $32 an hour. The highest I've ever seen was $35 an hour. I should have grabbed yeah. that. Ooh, man. Okay. Let me check yeah. check this out real quick. I mean, if this is a good enough job offer, this might be the last podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bank um, security officer, $32 an hour. Let's see. see. LinkedIn. I just listened to the podcast today. Mm-hmm. Land your next job with LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, let's just explore the jobs. Let's see. Uh, you have new invitations. Uh, I think Dildo people just want to be friends there's, with me. Yeah, there's so many on here. Hmm. It's hard to, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I get like the job offers emailed to me. Or maybe there's no jobs for me. It's, that uh. could be the case. Mm-hmm. No, it's just jobs recommended, but it's like, uh, it like it's like, so-and-so is hiring. And then you look at it and it's like, $32 an hour. So anyways, that's my, that's my oh. value according to AI and thinks that I mm-hmm. uh, am only worth or am actually worth $32 an hour. When yeah. that, when that number hits zero and AI thinks everyone's worth nothing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's the time to really yeah. Yeah. That. That's when the dogs become dangerous. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here's here's uh, one recommended for me: Chief of Staff at TikTok. Yeah, that's what Whoa, I take that. That sounds very prestigious. That does sound. You prestigious. might have to. You should apply, but then you may have to move to China. No, it's in, <laughs> well, it's in Los Angeles. But the Chief of Staff oh. at TikTok. What would it take to get you to go back to Los Angeles? Chief, of I don't staff know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would think that the chief of staff at TikTok would pay better than this job does, uh-huh. but you know. But okay. also, you have to factor in cost of living and everything. Mm-hmm. So true. True. Don't forget to factor that in. Okay. Um. All right. So good to know, Danny. What's coming up for you? I'm the chief of staff here at my own house. Mm-hmm. Um, the cat, the cat doesn't respect you. No, he doesn't. I'd fire the cat, but I don't have that power. Mm-hmm. So that, cause Liz is the CEO. Uh-huh. So, uh, what's up with me? Well, um, still trying to get out there, but in the meantime, no adventures. I, you know, I started the membership thing on YouTube to kind of try, uh, try it out, um, mm-hmm. last December. Cause I didn't want to do Patreon anymore. Okay. And I've actually kind of found it more enjoyable in Patreon. What I do is all the extra footage I have. Cause I shoot endlessly. You guys made fun of me for all the terabytes mm-hmm. of hard drives. I have. Yep. I use that footage and compile uh, side stories that are too small to share on my main channel. And so if you're interested in seeing things, that's the only way to do it currently. Yeah. Patreon. No, uh, YouTube. no, not Patreon, YouTube memberships. So I said out, I quit. I quit Patreon. And you like YouTube. Pressure. You like YouTube more. Yeah, because it's all in one place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to have multiple tabs open mm-hmm. yeah. when I'm trying to share content. I can just have one tab. Yeah. I'm a one tab man. And so <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I've been working on. Okay. okay. Well, congratulations, Danny. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Other than that, yard work. I got to fix a bunch of sprinklers, which nobody wants to hear me talk about. Uh, I would let my lawn die because <laughs> I actually hate 
sprinklers repair uh-huh. more than I like a green lawn. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I do live in a neighborhood with other people and there are expectations. So I'll probably have to fix those. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, that's uh, my exciting life. That okay. is exciting. Interesting. All right. Um, what about Tyson? Yeah, Tyson, what's going on for you? Uh, just the standard podcasting and influencing. And then uh, Rachel's out of town for the weekend. Yes. So I have the girls uh, by myself uh, for a few days. Yeah. We, call it a, we call it a boy-girl party. Nice. Oh, I thought you were going to say you call it babysitting. You're like, I'll no. babysit. No, we it's call it boy-girl party versus just a girl party where I am not invited. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So I think the goal there is just to make it as fun as possible. You know, so that the always. girls just like like you more so than much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's always that the goal sense. as a parent, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've already got in trouble for that in the past a few times. What about you, Rob? Oh, just uh, you know, podcasting away. I did something fun, uh, Tyson? Did you uh, get to jury duty yet? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, what oh, you think? My, my Liz watched the whole thing too. I like Joe Schmo show better. I, I did like how on Joe Schmo show, they like, as they, they gave you like the, um, the confessionals of people like, as like talking as about the what actors. they were doing. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. themselves, as opposed to, I like that better than what they did here, but I did think that you got a lot of that in the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, so yeah, I, I finished that up on uh, Rob as a podcast. We uh, talked about the back half of the episodes on the latest hit or quit podcast. Sweet, yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I liked. I, I think they and they just took a bunch of ideas from the Joe Schmo show. Like the last Joe Schmo show had Lorenzo Lamas on it yeah. as the famous guy who was like poaching the show. But it's public and, domain now, right? Joe show, show that it's been. Probably. Yeah. Probably. It's been I'm long enough. Think, I, I just think Joe Schmo execute, executed better. So uh, people who don't know Joe Schmo show probably are loving jury duty, thinking it's mm-hmm. uh, revolutionary. Original, yeah. yeah. Little do they so, know. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, yep. So uh, check that out and everything else we're doing over on robiswebsite.com. All right. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be on uh, on Monday uh, next week as I am uh, getting out of town on Tuesday to go to Toronto for hopefully a very successful show that people will be very passionate about. So uh, look for that coming up next week. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.